2: and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolok, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink. With me, my co-host, all the way from East Bridgewater, the blonde bombshell herself, the most haunted and wrong-way
3: well, good evening. Are hey, we talking, how are you? Are we talking quietly because we're in a library? What are we doing?
2: <laughs> I'm just talking my regular voice.
3: You're very subdued. <laughs> really? Did you take your vampire quaaludes today?
2: Excuse me? <laughs> excuse me?
3: Okay. Just you're sure, I on, excuse you. Just because
2: you're going on vacation, <laughs> not all of us are. Some of us must remain to work.
3: Uh, that's right, because somebody's got to do it, and I ain't doing it for the next 10 days. That's what Friday. you have do anyway. So, apparently what? not much, according to my husband.
2: There you go. <laughs> so, anyways, you are listening to Ghost Chronicles, and if anybody wants to call in, the number is 877-864-4869. I don't know why, but in case they want to. <laughs> or they can join us live in the TojiNet chat oh, room. Well, the chat room is the most fun. All the cool
3: people are in there.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: Right? In the chat room. Which chat room? (laughs) (laughs) Our TogiNet chat room. Or
2: they can join us on our wonderful, illustrious Ghost Chronicles Next Generation fan page.
3: Yes. On Facebook. And guys and girls, everybody out there, listen. We have 196 likes. Four more people, baby. We hit the big 200. So... Everybody jump on their computer and like us. Really? Yeah. Or pretend to like us, like like you say. Uh,
2: Evidently, they're trying to get a hold of Byron, but uh, I guess the uh, signal over to the pond is Uh a little slow tonight.
3: Uh Uh-oh. They should get Google Chrome. Whatever.
2: Google Chrome. (laughs) I'll give you a freaking Google Chrome.
3: (laughs) So are we going to talk about what we did last week?
2: What did we do last week? Where did we go? What did we do?
3: You forgot already? No. It sucks to be old, doesn't it?
2: I don't know. I'll let you know when I get that old. <laughs> you know, that's the great thing about getting old and Anheuser and disease is that every day is a new day.
3: <laughs> that's right. Mm. That's right. It's just a like Groundhog Day,
2: right? Right. It's <laughs> exciting. <laughs> so, anyways, what if you were dead, but you weren't?
3: That would make me a zombie, I
2: believe. No, not necessarily. No? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no, no According no, no. to the Daily Caller, um, this woman, oh, my God, why do I get these names? Don't you review these ahead of
3: time?
2: Hell, no. You think it would get any better? No. <laughs> Anyways, I'll call her a fag for a shot, okay? Because uh, I'm right. sure her friends know. But uh, she apparently died of a hot, hot a heart attack, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, she was uh, well. Let me see here. It is when uh, she opened her eyes in her casket. <laughs> that should give you a hint. Mm-hmm. A forty nine year old Russian woman could hear mourners around her praying for her soul to ascend to heaven reports the Daily Mail. Then she realized what was going on. She screamed mm-hmm. <laughs> It seems that old Fag broke <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: broke a heartbroken spouse was originally told that his wife passed away from a broke hot
3: Sit it out, Ron. Come on, you can do Heart it. Heart attack. After she crapped
2: at her home suffering from chest pains. <laughs>
3: after, after, after she what? Uh,
2: chest pains. Chest pains. I thought you said. repressed <laughs> pains? Uh, no, I know.
3: I thought you said crapped instead of collapsed. Never mind. Okay, keep going. That too, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, anyways, he took gold bag to the hospital, and uh, her eyes <laughs> flooded, and immediately she... Uh, rushed back to the hospital after she woke up to the screen, but unfortunately she died again.
3: Oh, Of a heart attack?
2: Of <laughs> a heart attack.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think I better post this on our Facebook Oh page, my huh?
3: God. You think I
2: should post this?
3: <laughs> sure. That was a good one. <laughs> 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 uh, so, neither one God. of us can get through the show. Okay. Anyway. And I haven't even had my wine yet. Alright, so, look, I'm going to pour right now. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> Anyways,
2: uh, what were you talking about?
3: <laughs>
2: what happened last week, right?
3: Yeah, did we want to discuss that, or are we going to keep it a secret? Yeah, you know, we can
2: discuss it because we're still trying to uh, get uh, Byron on the phone. Evidently, he has three Skype numbers.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. I think um, I think maybe they're waiting for you to intro him, though.
2: Why, they have him?
3: That's what Viking says. What is that? Uh, <clears throat> Viking says... Uh, I will wait until Ron intros you, and then I'll put you in. Okay, so there you go. And Byron's going to get a cup of coffee.
2: <laughs> Meanwhile, what, what's what happened last week? <laughs>
3: we had yeah, a live broadcast from Lizzie Boyden. Oh, Bench that's and what Bre- we did last
2: week. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. See? Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm.
3: And it was awesome. Oh, I'd never the- been there before, and I loved it. Oh, really?
2: Mm-hmm. It, actually, I understand that... Uh, because I had a lot longer to go home than you. I left before you did. Oh, yes, plus, you did. Plus, I'm much older than you, too, mm-hmm. so I need my beauty so you rest.
3: you got drive slower.
2: My beauty rest. <laughs> yeah, you do. You <laughs> sure do.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Beauty,
2: beauty is only skin deep.
3: <clears throat> Ugliness um, is right you to the that bone. must have really <laughs> I believe
2: this is straight to the bone. Okay, moving right along. Yes. So, yeah, anyways, you stayed around, and you were doing something. I can't can't remember what it was, but it was something.
3: I was was participating in a seance.
2: Oh, that's what it was, right.
3: With the um, resident psychic there, who happens to be named Liz. Liz. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. uh, Yeah, yeah, but uh, it was a lot of fun. And um, she came through, you know, not only with the Bordens. Mr. and Mrs. Borden. Yes, ma'am. That were hacked up. Um yes, ma'am. But also some people from my family, which I thought was very cool. Really? It made me very happy. Yes. Ah. Yes. Alive or dead? Uh, dead. Well, I don't know. Feast. Well, who else will come through on a seance? I, I, I
2: don't get this. I'm trying to post this stupid article that I read about the dead woman who died.
3: The dead gang
2: and, and the picture that comes up is Osama bin Laden. Oh. I don't Are get Are you
3: posting spam? I don't get it. I don't know. You better stop.
2: I, I just posted it again.
3: On our page? Yeah. Oh, Ron.
2: What? Is that a bad thing?
3: Oh, yeah, I see Osama bin Laden's picture. There he is. <laughs> hey. I have no idea.
2: Okay. So if you want to watch it, you can go to our page, which is called... Um, ghost, ghost chronicles, chronicles next generals next generation next general <laughs> okay i have been
3: digging something tonight ghost chronicles dash next generation that's us go there like us please we'd like to have 200 likes or pretend to like tonight us. yep you can pretend
2: right and, and if you you like us then Nan will go out with you on a date no, she won't.
3: <laughs> yeah, Ian's husband may have to come along, and I don't think he'll do that either. And he has
2: guns, too, by the way. Yeah, he has a lot of guns. <laughs> so anyways, where's, legally, Bi- legally. Where's, where's Byron when we need him?
3: <laughs> I think he's here. Well, can oh, I I'm yeah, just waiting for to start hey, the to Byron. Hi, Byron.
0: Good evening. How are you?
3: I'm wonderful. How are you? you saved me.
0: Ah, how is that um, old man with a hat?
3: I don't know. Osama oh, Bin really...
0: Laden? He's fine. He's on our website. Go look at
2: him. I,
3: I, apparently, uh, he's somehow associated with the story that Ron
2: All oh, right. Good evening, um... Ron. <laughs> Good evening, uh,
0: Lloyd Byron. How are you today? I'm very fine. How are you? So, Mr. Byron, what the hell are we going to talk about today? Uh, well, we're going to Exeter Castle. I believe they have an Exeter in the States, but this is the real Exeter. This is Exeter in Devon. And uh, we're going to talk about 11th century castles and ghosts, I think. Oh, really? Think.
2: And, and is that a place
0: that you actually visited? Yeah. No, well, you don't think I make him up Ron, do you? I don't I don't black pl- them out <laughs> how,
2: of how
1: can we have a I we actually a you in know fact, what I mean?
0: on this occasion, we have an American with us, but it's the person who's French who is an American, I anyway. Mean, it's Charlotte. It's not like a real American, though, right? Well, I think she is. She speaks <laughs> with American accent. She speaks very highly of you, Ron, as well. Ah. See, I told you she wasn't a real American. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're but, talking uh, but about. Uh, our, but anyway, our... yes, it's uh, it was it was a great location. But um, yeah, we've done two five minute pieces for you, so uh-huh. whenever you're ready. But um, it's good to hear from you anyway. I haven't, haven't spoken in a while, so uh, it's it's nice to be back amongst the crowd and the madness.
2: <laughs> I, I was
0: actually viewing some of the neat pictures that uh, we took while we were at the Lizzie Borden House uh, with you and Pepper. Yeah, that was some time ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember that. I I particularly remember they did very good pizza down the road.
3: Everybody It was snowing snowing when
0: we went. And I fell asleep in the bedroom where the woman uh, was murdered, I think. Really? On the bed. Yeah, I was waiting for the pizza to arrive.
3: (laughs) uh, Mm
0: Bazoca. Well, lone vigils have to be done, don't they? They've Mm -hmm. got to be done. Somebody's
2: got
3: to do them. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we good actually good don't believe
2: in those in America.
0: Yeah, of course.
3: Yeah, doesn't We don't I mean, believe in
2: uh, long vigils. We we think they're uh, detrimental to a uh, investigation. So we we don't really do those.
3: Why do you feel they're detrimental?
2: Because we all know that you need a witness, and if you're alone, you can't really have a
0: witness, can you? <gasps> you, wow, you can't, if you're thought. working via a multiplex system and having cameras around
3: the right. room, yeah, uh, the same
0: thing. You, know, you can do it that way.
3: No, there you go, Ron.
0: No, no, no. no. Good Byron, thing it's no. only on film. You need a live, collaborating witness.
3: Well, you know, you know think... that
0: witness isn't making the noise. The more right. people you have in the room, the more chance there is of hearing things. You know what I right. mean? But anyway. Uh, yeah, I agree. It swings and roundabouts.
3: I agree, Myron.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. Right. Go, on.
3: go on.
2: Go on. Tell go us about this, on. On. this adventure you took. Uh, you were
0: somewhere. You were at the uh, Essex. No, no, no. Exeter Exeter. Castle is in Devon. Uh, Of course. It's it's one of those nice places that we visit. 11th century castle, built by William the Conqueror. Uh, When was it built? Ah, it was in 1066, I think. It was built around that time anyway. Certainly it's been there a while. Mm. And, um, yeah, well, 1068. I was two years out, I'm sorry to say. But it was built by William the Conqueror. Uh, called Ridgemont Castle because of the redstone. French, you see? French. And, um, yeah, lovely place. And uh, we went there. The yeah. last witches in Britain were actually sentenced to hang from Ridgemont Castle. So, um, yeah. We Very just nice sent thing. them to East Bridgewater. <laughs> oh,
3: I don't know Thanks.
0: East
2: Bridgewater. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Yeah. You're welcome. I am not a witch. Anyway.
2: There's another word for it, but we're on
3: hey. there. Hey, hey, hey.
2: Anyways, Byron. Byron. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, what, what, what drove you to this this castle? I mean, was it its reputation
0: or? Well, um, yeah, I think so. I mean, it's never been investigated by Haunted Devon, so it's the first time for us. Uh, I know a few other groups have been to uh, this location, so as, as most people do, they, they tag on the back of other groups and find out what it was about. The uh, first time for us, it's actually uh, the, the outside of the castle still remains just the, really the Bailey and the Keep, and um, the inside of the castle was actually, uh, well, it was a 17th century building, and it was used as the main crown courts for Exeter. Um, so there are cells beneath the location, and there are what used to be crown courts there as well. Okay, um, so. We, I'm not familiar with the term crown court. Crown. Okay, so uh, in the UK we have a system of peerage for um, the courts, and the okay. highest possible court you can get to is called a Crown Court. And it's where um, all the major, um, well, major trials would take place, such as for murder, uh, that type of thing. So, so we, was, we, we, we would have sent uh, Billy Bulger there. Not Billy Bulger, uh, Whitey Bulger. Whitey. You, you would have done, yeah, that's where he would have Okay, gone. now I get it. Uh, yeah, so he, it's for the more serious crimes. Um, and, of course, it's always been used as an assizes, which is another name for a court. And, um, you know, people were sentenced uh, throughout the years. There were people that were hung, drawn, and courted at this uh, location. And uh, you're familiar with that term, Ron, yeah? Hung, drawn, and courted? Yes, I am. Yeah.
2: And not what, a very about nice you, what about you, uh, Blondie? What about me? Do you understand that?
3: Yes, I do. Okay, oh,
0: thank
2: you.
3: Okay, I'm
0: good. Thank you. Yeah. Go on. Uh, yeah. So, 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 in essence, um, an interesting place uh, to go to. Lots and lots of history, and um, yeah, we thought we'd go and check it out. I mean, there was a few things happened, but some areas that were quite dark and uh, distressing for some people. But um, yeah, we had the added bonus of having an American with us, so you know that was that was nice. Right. You had nothing to fear. No, we had nothing to fear. You, no, you get totally American at it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it you know, there were there were several little things that were done there. I mean, uh, some of the girls were using dousing rods for the first time, um, which was quite it gave some quite interesting results with uh, dousing rods. And I don't know if uh, you and the US will actually douse. I am not sure. Do you douse at all? With rods? Yes, we do. Yes, we
3: do. Yeah, I'm not very good with the rods, okay. so I usually have my pendulum.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh again, um we we used the rods uh on the night for a change and uh they got some good results from there. But yeah, all in all quite a quite a, a spooky location, lots of strange smells and don't be rude, Ron, it didn't come from me. Um but there were lots and lots of strange smells around the building. Um, <laughs> This this building was vacated as a court, I think, back in the 70s. I think maybe a little bit later than that, actually. But certainly there shouldn't be smells of urine uh, down down in some of the areas that we were looking at. So, uh, yeah, strange smells, very um, odd-looking place. And I did actually put a little video up for you guys to have a look at. I don't know if you've... uh, seen it but that that was the location i'll just pop it back into the uh chat room there if and do and and we have them. that on our uh it is blog, next generation facebook page
3: yep it's on the facebook page okay That's i also right.
2: posted that picture of pipper and uh byron and myself at
0: the lizzie borden as well on there as well oh, anyway. oh nice yeah. and you can send it to me as well ron i'll use it i'll i'll cut you out and just put me there oh that
2: works <laughs> um Anyways, Byron, you let us know. I mean, you have got some audio clips, so we do want to play them, so you have to
0: let us know when you want to do that, and we will definitely work on it. Well, you might as well do one now. I mean, they're only five minutes long, so you don't really get into them, but it's a good talking point for later anyway.
2: Okay, so, uh, Ian, can we play one of those, please?
0: Ian?
3: Me?
0: She's gone to sleep. Okay, so the team are now uh, left. They've done their, their white lights, and they're all off on uh, their vigils. And I think, actually, they're leaving outside. Now, Charlotte, you are an American living in Paris, and you're here with Haunted Devon. Tell us a bit why you're here. Uh, you invited me. And uh, have you enjoyed it so far, though? This is a great team. Everybody's really friendly. And there's no Ron Kolick to yammer on. Uh, I am Ron Kolek's little gopher, as you know, and uh, he has tasked me to to record tonight for Ghost Chronicles, so um, obviously I have to bow and scrape to Mr. Ron, but um, so far, so good?
3: Yeah, so far, it's great, Uh, and I want to say Ghost Chronicles rocks.
0: And uh, cool, yeah, and of course, this is a castle. Ron doesn't see those where he is. Castles? Well, New England? Uh, I don't think so. Lighthouses. Lighthouses, but this is a castle, uh 11th century castle in the centre of Exeter. So, pretty large place. Uh, and we have Graham uh, Chapman here, one of the investigators here. We'll just have a quick chat with him. Here he comes. Graham, so far, um, you've had a walk around. What do you think of this place? It's awesome. I think this place has got a lot to offer. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a much bigger place than you imagine, actually. And I think, looking at the more recent history of this place... You, you got the impression there's some slightly oppressive natures going on in here. So I think if anything's going to go on, it could be quite negative. So we have to be on our, on our best behavior and keep on our toes as well. So Angie, bassliner extraordinaire, you were here early and, uh, we're obviously recording for Ghost Chronicles and we're at Exeter Castle. Um, did you find anything downstairs?
1: Nothing at all, I'm afraid. Um, pretty basic, um, emf um readings sort of all around zero maybe edging up to point one every so often but that was about it really nothing spectacular
0: have you been here before though angie
1: i haven't no it's first
0: first time for me first time for you um i've just had a word with some of the guys in there and they said they actually picked up on stuff and there's bits and pieces going on but i mean it is an awesome building isn't it
1: yeah it's pretty impressive um sort of saw that saw that you were coming here so i sort of had to come really it's
0: Looks pretty interesting, to be honest. Okay, so uh, I'm now actually going down into one of the cell areas, and uh, I have to say, it's um, quite spooky. Really, I'm on my own. Uh, I've left the group, and I'm now walking in total darkness. I have just seen an IR light, and I'm actually turning now it right into one of the cell areas, and uh, it is awfully quiet down here and um, it's also pitch black. Again, you know, the cells, uh, some of the cells back from the 18th, 17th century, and uh, yeah, it's an awful place. I don't like it, it's a bit dismal. Okay, so I'm now stood in the base room with uh, the team, and uh, there are people disappearing in different directions with silver boxes. Charlotte's disappearing with Graham. Uh, he has a rather large uh, thermal energy in his hand, and off he goes. And I've just seen uh, Barry, uh, Barry Smith, who's the chairman of HT, and I'm going to have a quick word with him. Barry, what's happening? Hi, Brian. Well, um, we just had a walk around the gardens. Um, that was quite interesting. But uh, now, lights off, and let's uh, go around and see what we can find. So I'm actually sat in the team room now, and uh, the guys are all tipping back up. They've accused me of actually staying here and not leaving, but uh, I have actually left. I've been walking around on my own as the teams will verify. Yolanda, come and tell me about your evening.
1: Hello. Well, it's been quite quiet so far for me personally. Um, there was one particular location that we went to, which I won't name at the moment because there are other team members present um, that felt extremely oppressive. Um I don't normally scare easily at all, Um, but I was quite scared down there, really didn't like it at all, Um, I kept feeling like I could see something out the corner of my eye, having said that, it was pitch black down there, so, you know, it could have been, you know, trick of the light, you know, um, something like that, I just don't know what was going on down there, but if you were to ask me to do a lone vigil down there, which I normally love, I wouldn't do it.
0: Well, of course, for those of you who didn't know, um, Rougemont Castle was the place where the last witches in Devon uh, were brought to be sentenced. And uh, they were sentenced here, but they were hung just outside the city at a place called Heavy Tree. Um, And that's how it received its name, really, the Heavy Tree, because that's where they hung them. What do you mean? Ouchie, ouchie. But um, yeah, <laughs> that that was uh, just an intro taster into the investigation. Now, that, so was that, that of...
2: wasn't that wasn't the total
0: for the night, though, right? No, no. There was a few things happened. Obviously, five minutes Ron, you don't get it in five minutes, do you? But uh, <laughs> you know, it was. Uh, we're talking about the investigation now, Anne. All right. Um, it's no. I, I mean, there was there was a lot more to it, but you you only give me a five minute slot, so I have to condense it. But right. um, there, were, there was lots going on on the night, and um, yeah, certainly the courtrooms provided some interesting uh, uh, stuff for people with regards to uh, the noises and, and cold spots that, that were happening around the areas. And I, you know, with the temperature drops, um, if I remember right, it was actually quite humid and uh, just drizzling with rain but the rooms were absolutely freezing some of the locations so yeah very very strange location but the smell so so let
2: me ask you this though i mean you you said it was cold and and so forth uh i use i i I heard in the uh the piece that the clip that you did you had a thermal imaging so how did the how did the, the rain
0: affect the thermal imaging well, this was inside, so, you know, obviously we were inside and downstairs, so the thermal image was, was used, and there were changes in temperature, and as you know, there can be quite psychotomatic. You, you say you're cold, and people believe that you are actually cold, or you believe you, you, you get yourself um, twisted into the fact that you're, you're getting colder than you actually are. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ha- temperature had dropped by several degrees in some of the areas, so, yeah, it was... Uh, So some interesting uh, places coming together, Um, some noises, and and certainly most people, uh, one of the cells there, the pastoral cell, I don't know if you've seen it on the video, but it's uh, got like a drawing of a house or something in the background. Um, Some of those cells that the people went into, um, again, really, really um, difficult. One person had problems breathing. Uh, Mm -hmm. Someone else's camera disappeared. Well, it didn't disappear, but it turned off the usual uh stuff that you get in investigation with regards to electrical equipment behaving strangely um and you know you can you can't understand why but um yeah some some really strange uh, hit, you know strange stuff going on there um the guy who runs the place a guy called guy um he's interviewed on uh, one of the uh the little video um he says that you know there's been lots of uh, little things that happen in various rooms and most of them happen in the cells beneath the uh, the actual building itself and of course you know the outer rim of this building is sort of 11th century so as early as they can get in, in you know the history of the uh, of Great Britain really um, because William the Conqueror started building the Tower of London as you know so one of the iconic uh, areas and castles in the UK um, and yeah it's uh, an interesting interesting place to go
1: mm-hmm. well we
2: have to take a break right now uh, you are listening to ghost chronicles next generation with ann and ron and our very special guest today is byron jackson of haunted devon and we will be right back on toji net ghost channel and beyond after the following messages
3: welcome to talking net radio with a cutting edge
1: Rock and Roll Countdown With Alex Price Now this Saturday morning we're going to count them down one more time from number 40 all the way to number 1 with the official Classic Hits Countdown the American Rock and Roll Countdown We'll count down the biggest hits of the 70's with interviews and artist information, news, weather, sports, you name it, we'll have it this Saturday morning, 9 o'clock Eastern right here on Toginet for the American Rock and Roll Countdown The American Rock and Roll Countdown Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Craig Deswald. and learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Craig Deswald is the creator of the Rock Star System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from the competition. Tuesday afternoons at two one central on druggynet.com.
3: Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann and our special guest, Byron Jackson. Woohoo! Woohoo! Byron.
0: Byron. Oh, hello. Hi. Hi. I was just just off to uh, have a have a sleep somewhere, but I I, I didn't know you were back yet. Sorry, yeah, you back. <laughs> well, anyways, we are back. I, I do want to uh, mention one
2: thing, and I would like to wish a Happy Birthday to Cheryl. Where do I get these names? Shamaklak okay. <laughs> Dulaki, Julie Lee's, and Lisa Jensen. So, happy
3: okay. Birthday.
2: Happy birthday, ladies. Wow. Happy, happy birthday,
3: birthdays. ladies. Are you lucky that Ron wished you happy birthday? Wow.
2: So there you go. Anyway, you listen hand. to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ian and Ron, special guest, Byron Jackson?
3: Yes, and we have a question.
2: We do. From the
3: chat room. Okay. Um, Linda would like to know, what is the purpose of doing a lone vigil, Byron? Mm.
0: Okay. Well, I think one of the first things, as Ron said, you know, that there is um, scope uh, whilst doing this if you, you don't get the verification then then fine you know um, you you would um, you need to have that evidence in place so i understand exactly where you're coming from but some of the uh, vigils that we do we find that they work better when the person is on their own not only are they thinking uh better and more clearly when they're on their own they're not talking to other people they're not distracted from uh, other people now. If you if you sit in a dark room on your own, you'll suddenly realise that your 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 senses are becoming heightened, mm-hmm. and um, it's that that we're actually wanting to obtain rather than you know to, to talk to each other. I mean, there's two schools of them. We do both. You know, we obviously have group um, vigils and that type of thing, but we find that a, a lone vigil will actually help someone. To, to um, in essence, I suppose, communicate with spirit because they're they're at tune with themselves. It's a bit like meditation, isn't it? Really, mm-hmm. when you go into a meditation class or you meditate yourself, then you you are going into well, I suppose what the Native Indians would call shamanic state and and that type of thing. So that's the reason why we do it. It's not it's not that uh, we're trying to um, pull the wool over anyone's eyes. It's just a question of to try and uh, to to get that. Um, to get that feeling and, and get it across to yourself, you know, so you actually feel more what's going on. Um, of course there is, you know, the the opportunity for that person to become more scared than they would probably do normally. Um, because uh, you know, there's no one sat next to them that hold their hand. So, you know, it's, it's not something that, um, you, you would do uh, without some support, and again radios and cameras and everything All else right. are in place, so you can pretty much view what 's going on around them um, you know and we 've a good resource with it and i mean if the room's rigged. Uh, with temperature, uh, remote temperature monitors and also cameras I don't see there any reason in, in not doing it and in fact if you rig them with um, something like the Polar uh, heart monitors and that type of thing that's quite useful as well because you can see their heart rate go up at different periods of time and you can you know, I'd love to, to do uh, the ECG-type thing and, and get that done, but uh, that will come in time, I'm sure. We want to do those type of experiments to see the, how the, um, the mental mind plays tricks and with the physical body and, and work together to, to actually paint a picture of what's going on in, in an investigation.
2: Did I, I you am- you know what we got to do Ann? and i'm just thinking as we're talking to this first of all unfortunately uh it, By- Byron is right about that but it also uh creates a uh, a feeling uh where you're more jumpy uh and plus you would uh you know how you distinguish between your imagination and your true sight versus, you know what you think you're seeing, and so forth. So if you have another person to confirm it, then then it's much easier to do it that way. So, yeah, they they have their their pluses and minuses. I agree with you, Byron. I
3: I agree too. I think I I know a lot of times when I'm on an investigation, and especially. I mean, sometimes you can't control, like like if I go with another group, I can't control how many people are there, right? Mm. And I always I get, control. Yeah, well, whatever. I really get annoyed. I mean, I just want to sit and be quiet, and then you always get somebody who's chatty. You get somebody who's, I don't know, checking their cell phone when they're not supposed to be checking their cell phone, and, and it annoys me. Right. So, that? like, I would be... Totally all up for a lone vigil, and I totally agree with it. And it just takes out all the extraneous BS, you know. I think.
2: I. And and there's also the the factor of be honest with you that there is a danger factor if you believe in negative energy. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're certainly more susceptible uh, when you're alone
3: as well. That's true. But I mean, I wouldn't go someplace alone. I mean, I'd go with a group, but. You know, so you, like, as Byron said, you have radios and whatnot, so you right. can be in contact.
2: Right. Yeah. So, Byron, what do you what do you think about this? We, we do a broadcast of Ghost Chronicles. We lock you in someplace by yourself, <laughs> right? We lock you in someplace by yourself, and perhaps <laughs> we even lock me in someplace by myself.
3: Well, there's a thought.
2: Okay. And that's what we do. No, no, no computers, otherwise we can't see the chat room, we can't do anything. Uh, or maybe we'll have somebody monitor it, and uh, it'll be just
0: us and reporting on what we see, smell, feel, and what. What do you think, Yeah, I I think it's a good idea. I mean, you know, again, I'm open to to most things. And, um, you know, loan vigils in the UK are quite common. People will do them. It's not a question of just scaring yourself silly and, (laughs) you know, and and there are those people out there that will try and do that. They just do it because they come for the scare the scare factor but um you know for us it's not about that it's about trying to work with different ways of to 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 bring spirit to the front and uh you know these guys who want to do the learn vigils we allow them to do it as long as it's monitored i think it's a safe way of doing things and and they do come out even the most skeptical amongst the group will go and do a learn vigil and it gives them some indication of exactly you know how fear can get the better of you in a room you know they may not believe but if they go and do a lone vigil um certainly you have to ask yourself if you're a skeptic and you don't believe in ghosts why are you afraid of the dark and why won't you sit in that room on your own right right well it's it's true you know (laughs) well well, that goes
2: back to our our basic our ancestors and, and why they were afraid of the dark uh that's the thing, you know what I mean? It's it's not well. something that we uh, choose to,
0: it's, it's kind of like inbred in us Well I, I think it's probably because we don't use it anymore, it's one of those things that we've lost, I mean if you ask uh, a member of the armed forces either in America or Britain or whatever one of the most valuable things for them at night is their hearing, because obviously it increases and also their night vision um, which with time comes in as well, you know, it's it's a question of the, the fact that we never really walk around in the dark, do we? We when was the last time you've actually turned your lights off and walked around in the dark without falling over? Um, we, actually, I do that a lot. <laughs> I, I heard about that. But incontinence sets in at that sort of age, doesn't it, Ron? So, <laughs> it's
3: you know. got
0: nothing to do with that. It's just, uh, I, I don't like the light. I really don't. But, but you, you kind of see that we, we don't do it, and, um, you know, just just because, you know, why not do it? Why not sit in the dark? And, and again, you know, well, we're talking about light and dark, why do we have to investigate at night? We don't have to. No. Um, some, of, some of the best sightings in the UK are actually seen at dusk or during the daytime. Um, you know, uh, Barry Pomeroy Castle, most of its sightings have happened during the day. Mm-hmm. You know, so so um, bizarrely, you know, I think with our group, it's a question. The only time we can go is at night because most of us work. You know, so right. it, it's just simply that reason. Otherwise, we'd be doing it during the day as well. Well, um, if you
2: you ask most psychics why uh, people why activity seems to occur more at night, and they'll tell you that that's when the the uh the Earth or the world is is quieter in the particular area you're in and there's less less activity there's more people sleeping there's less uh energy being thought energy going out there there's a lot, lot less everything <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, and you're quite right. Of course, in every room, you've got wireless, you've got uh, you've, you've got the electrical current, you've got everything else clamouring around that room. As right. soon as you switch all those things off and you go into meditation mode, then then you really are um, you're going to tune in.
3: Yeah, but don't you think that if uh, apparitions or Whatever you want to call them, Mm -hmm. seem to feed off that energy? I think think so. Chucking the energy from us as we're investigating. I mean, don't you think that, therefore, well, I think that makes the argument for a daytime investigation more logical because there's more energy. There's more electrical energy.
0: Yeah, but the unfortunate thing is, Anne, it's not a question that the you won't see anything. It's the question that, that when you're in the daylight, mm-hmm. there is so much your brain is going on with so right. many things around you because you can see more. Your brain is then concentrating on piecing together your sight because obviously you know your your eyes. Um, you, you are blind for a period of seconds as your eyes adjust and your brain well, I fills think it takes in about 15 it, minutes for your eyes to totally adjust the darkness. Right. Yeah, but. A joy the daytime your eyes the way they work obviously um there are gaps and your brain fills in those gaps so so during the daytime your brain is constantly working to try and fill in the gaps and therefore you're taking away that necessity for power to to actually work out what's going on around you Mm -hmm. you know again it comes down to the fact that you're heightening your senses at night um and you know lone vigil's might like say, you know, it, school of thought. If you want to do them, do them. But uh, just, you know, as Ron said, there are there are occasions where they can't be used, or where they may possibly be, um, you know, misinterpreted if something did go on. And, and it doesn't matter anyway. Let's face it. If you if you did see something and it was witnessed by a group of seventeen people, you're always going to get a sceptic that said that it's something else. Right. Um, uh, you know, um, you know, there are so many things. I was uh, severely criticised. Um, I gave an article into um, Exeter as one of the, 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 uh, well, Exeter. There was a study into Exeter and it was one of the uh, nine most haunted places in Britain. Apparently, nine out of every 10,000 residents reported a ghost sighting since records began. Uh, And I had a bit of a running with uh, one of the guys who was a skeptic. He was a a total skeptic and he just wouldn't have it. He said it was all down to hip state, a state where you fall asleep you know, blah, blah, blah and all this sort of stuff. Um, Sleep deprivation. You can see ghosts and aliens and la, la. <laughs> you know, uh, and he just wasn't interested. And the fact that physics has actually proven that there is, uh, well, you know, quantum physics, and the fact that um, particles do break down, um, and they've done the experiment. There is a there is another dimension we don't understand it. I don't know what a ghost is, so I don't really un- understand what what you know. For me. A ghost um, could be a replay um, type thing, very much like the water tape theory or any of the other theories out there. But there are, there possibly is a scientific explanation as to why they exist. There could be another world. I mean, it could even be the fact that we're living under someone's finger now. Who knows? We're the space <laughs> beginner. Well, you don't know, do you? Right. Uh, and does right. does anyone know? You know. No. Uh, so as far as far as the darkness thing, I think uh, we, we're going to have a uh, parapsychologist,
2: Dr. Karen O'Keefe, on on the thirteenth, and when uh, we do have him, I think that's one of the things we will address on okay. the show. and yeah. So, awesome. anyways,
3: I have a question for Byron from the chat room.
2: From the Jeannette um, chat room. Yes,
3: and uh, Mike would like to know: Have you had any bad interactions? I guess besides. With, food or spirits.
0: with at <laughs> or okay uh in exeter we didn't but a place um called Pen castle in cornwall we did um <clears throat> one of my fellow ghost hunters in endico who works um in cornwall he uh is also an author and um you know sort of paradigm investigator and he's been doing it for a long time and um I hate it when people say that. I've been doing it a long time. It doesn't matter how long you've been doing it for, but anyway, he <laughs> he, he had shown me pictures of an investigation that he did um, at Pengursic Castle, and uh, he took pictures of a lady that had, um, she'd been playing with her Ouija board prior to the investigation, mm-hmm. and she came to Pengursic, and she was actually struck by something, and they actually, uh, the girls in the group, took up her shirt and um, took photographs of her abdomen and basically they were like claw marks all across her abdomen, all the way across, right oh. way from the front right the way around to the back and they were not normal sized hands, these were large claw marks she was with a group on, her, you know, on an investigation and these these imprints came from nowhere she she felt the force she was with a group of people. she then rolled up her shirt and she saw what could be described as like claw marks across from the front of her abdomen round to her back She'd been pushed but yeah, so the the answer is I have never experienced it myself um although um you know that type of you know physical um, thing interaction that uh, does go on um, and in fact, yeah, I have visited I have got it myself actually I felt um You know the sick and the vomiting the blood taste and this that, and the other which which some people get some some of the investigations and um you know it turns out that the 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 feelings that i were getting was getting i was in a tunnel called shore tunnel near plymouth and it came as a shock to me to find out that two people had lost their lives while building the tunnel and um you know possibly from being run over basically by something so, yeah, I, I mean, there are things that go on. I don't know whether it's a warning or or what, but um, certainly the, the uh, physical is right. It's an
2: attempt of uh,
0: intimidation. But
2: anyways, mm. I know we're running out of time, and I do want to play that other clip. So
3: right.
2: uh, if Anna can play that clip, uh, we'll be really happy.
0: So I'm actually sat with the team now in one of the courtrooms of of the castle, and, um, the guys have actually started their first vigil. So, um, I think they're going to go through an EVP session very shortly, but at the moment they're just waiting for the place to quiet down. Let's see what they come up with.
1: Again, is there a gentleman here? He doesn't
3: seem to want to play. Keep Bugger.
0: Bugger. Huh. Okay, well, we can cuff that, can't we?
2: All right, we'll come back on the air live. Bummer. Yeah.
3: Uh, Technical difficulties.
2: Okay, right. so I believe it paranormal. Anyways, so so what happened uh, during that EVP session, Byron?
0: Well, the EVP session was actually quite quiet, but there was another dousing session that was actually quite good. Um, yeah. Yolanda um, did some... Bits and pieces with our twigs, and uh, came up with some some good results with that. Um, also. Um, again, this—I uh, went down to the cells with uh, the group and um, the lone vigil group, but also the people that were going to do lone vigils and groups of twos. How that works, I don't know. but It uh, um, <laughs> doesn't make sense. They—they—they they, they were down in the cells. I'd spoken to them, and uh, the interview would have tied up nicely with regards to what what actually happened in the cells. And the main thing they were they were complaining about was the this, you know, the smell. Now the smell came and went um within sort of you know several sort of phases and you go to a room and of course you can look at drains and you can look at the the open window and and sort of sewage smell coming in from other areas but
3: mm-hmm.
0: this smell um was quite you know local it was a local type um you know smell and and it would come and it went and just while we're on that story, the, the, the sort of clear, I, I think it's the clear sentient people, isn't it? They're people that can sense things like that. And, uh, but I I dealt with another, um, thing called, just digress slightly onto the smell, but, uh, we, we dealt with a, uh, a ghost in, in Plymouth called the ghost, uh, the toast ghost.
3: And, <laughs> toast um.
0: Ghost. Absolutely, yeah. I just, just throw this one in because it was actually a bit humorous. The the toast ghost was um, um, we were called down to a sort of a local, sort of modern built house in Plymouth, and um, the lady and uh, Jen and their daughters have been sleeping on the ground floor for over three weeks. They refused to go upstairs, um, the reason being, um, the woman uh, or the daughter, the the adolescent daughter, had, had seen uh, what she believed to be the spiritual form of a man leaning over her and shouting the words get out get out Mm. um quite quite clearly she's uh you know wasn't very impressed by this because it was her bedroom Mm -hmm. um but at the same time um i asked the woman i said how do you know when this guy comes how how, is there anything out anything that happens what what happens you know normally she said well normally what happens is we smell the smell of toast (laughs) And I said, well, what, what, what do you mean, the smell of toast? She said, well, you know, the smell of toast, you know, hot buttered toast. And she said, I smell it. And then there's normally a few followed by a few lights. And then generally there's this manifestation that comes in and the, the, all hell breaks loose. And that's the reason why we don't sleep upstairs. We did it. We did the investigation. We went there. We did the stuff. And the first thing we did feel or what we, we sensed was this smell. And the, i tell you, Ron, it was a strong... As if someone had put a plate of hot butter toast under your nose <laughs> and, uh, and waved it at you. Really? That's yeah. funny. And I can tell you now, one person at a time smelt that smell, and then eventually it left. Now, we went through, it's one of those smells that if you cook toast in a house, you can smell it for hours, can't you? Okay. Um, and and we thought maybe downstairs, the windows, there was nothing open. There was no one, you know, no one was cooking in the kitchen. Nobody was cooking in kitchens next door to or next block down or anything like that. So this toast smell came and it went but it was um, followed up by us. There was, I think, a cleansing done on the house, um, and it turns out the guy committed suicide in the house in the 1950s, um, but unfortunately he didn't feel that he'd passed over, so he wanted to come back and take what he thought was his, i.e. his bed. Oh. So there you go. There you go. Bit, bit oh, I thought he went thing. to come back for his toast.
3: And I was going to say, it, apparently his toaster. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah
3: so so it's not a bad smell I
0: mean you know No but it, this this, this, wasn't it. this wasn't toast this wasn't toast damp this was something worse than toast this was like well it's like one of those porta loos in a camp that hasn't no. been emptied for about 5 years so
1: yeah it wasn't oh, no. a
0: very nice smell but also the draining of energy you know and Kieran you know Kieran will will you know when he comes on he'll explain about the the darkness thing and the, the type of things that it could be and you know You know, I was, I, you know, you've been accused that, you know, certainly in the past, uh, skeptics have accused me and said, well, you can't, you know, of course you're going to be biased because you believe in ghosts. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, what do you mean? He said, well, you're biased because you belong to a ghost hunting group. He said, so, or a paranormal group. So he said, already you are biased. And I said, no hang on a minute you, you don't know what you're talking about you know the fact that we belong to the group doesn't necessarily mean to say that everyone in the group believes and then certainly in our group we have a 50-50 split some people don't believe they well they believe in something but they don't know quite what it is you know and I think that's a good way to think. but yeah yeah there you go I know, toast, so I prefer the toast. At the, the, the end of the evening, I think uh, some of the guys had interaction with um, some of the people that were, uh, you know, delivered into court, and the fear, certainly, and that type of thing was felt by most people who went into the courtrooms at night. I went into one of the ballrooms. Well, it's a ballroom now. It used to be court number one. And, um, yeah, there's, there's certainly something going on at Exeter Castle. I'm not sure what. But it's not the sort of place you'd want to go on your own. It's certainly not. So right. Anne should Anne should go. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, that'll be my first stop when I go to England. Okay. I'll get an
0: extra
2: package. It depends. Thanks. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what about...
2: So what? On, what is the the fu- so what was your final conclusions on on the uh, castle? And by the way, I think you posted the history on the on our uh, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation page.
0: I yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think th- there's a hell of a lot of history from it. And I mean, you know, there's certain names that come up and crop up. Um, is it, is it haunted? I, you know, one investigation, run, as you know, does not make the full pattern. So we will be going back, I'm sure. And, um, you know, we will do more research into that location. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 it's an investigation that warrants further investigation, if you know what I mean. So right. we'll be, we will be back and watch this space. It was actually quite quiet from Terms, but but again, you know, maybe we're in the wrong place at the wrong time. You know, it doesn't happen all the time. There was certainly something there. People were picking bits and pieces up. Um, unfortunately, we lost the technical, so we can't really uh, come to that. But um, yeah, the-
2: somebody's at the door. Can you answer that? Okay, I get it. <laughs> Anyways, that tells us that there's two minutes left in the show, Byron. So if people wanted to get in touch with you, uh, Byron, what's the easiest way? And, and I understand you're looking for some
0: friends on, uh, on your Facebook page too, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm very lonely. No, um, <laughs> you, you, you can find me on Facebook as Byron Jackson, and you'll recognize my funny-looking face, and, um, yeah, I'm I'm found there, but also you can visit the website, www.haunted-devon.co.uk, and uh, you can, as an American, you can actually join for free. It doesn't cost you anything. You can join in the forum, get interacting with some British uh, people. Um, You know, it's more more than just a, a paranormal investigation group. We are quite social. We do like speaking to people. In fact, I was told off the other day for for um posting that thing on your pages. I think uh, someone some grumpy old man um said oh. that you know said, said that uh you know we shouldn't be coming onto to the site just to ask for friends. Well hey hang on a minute. It's a social interaction network That's isn't right. it? It's a social network. Yes the whole idea is to get friends, you grumpy bastard. Grow up. <laughs> it,
2: wasn't,
3: it wasn't me, I can tell you that. No but, it wasn't me. But, but. It wasn't <laughs> our
2: grumpy bastard? No there's another one. the interesting thing I think actually is they should change that instead of having friends, you should be having enemies
0: oh, oh, okay. I, well, don't 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 go there because
2: <laughs> I, I think that probably half your friends are really your enemies <laughs> if you have enemies
0: <laughs> yeah well, you know at the end of the day i I don't really care whether they like me or not i'll just do my own thing you know and, I, just, I
2: find it amazing it's just like you know the they'll join to follow you and then they would criticize you so it's right like, that's an I, I don't thing. get that i, yeah. I really don't get it i mean if you're if you don't like what they're doing don't follow them you right. know that's i mean if i you know and i've done that before if somebody's really uh Tick me off, and of course, no one does because I'm so evenly You're lovable. Evenly lovable, right? But anyways, yeah. I mean, that would be the you know, if you don't like what we do or someone else does, then just unfriend them. That's the best way to this do it.
3: True, right? Because well, we're Byron, to be friends. Byron, thank Can't you so much. Watch? Oh
0: yeah. oh thank you, thank you. It's a pleasure. And had a um,
3: wonderful time.
0: Yeah. Next, next time we'll make sure the second piece works. Eh.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll make sure I'll go and uh, make sure that that's taken care of, anyways. So, Myron, uh, we at uh, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, thank you so much for your in-depth uh, looks at these places in the UK that we can't go to, and we do appreciate it. So,
1: good night and God bless everyone. Good night. Good night, good night
3: everyone.
1: From goalies to ghosties. Congratulations, Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So